we're here with Coach Eric Thompson. How are you doing, Coach? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're just making our way through this NCAA Champions Marathon. Uh, had a little bit of a scheduling conflict, but we're glad you could be on here short notice. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm glad I could get scheduled in between uh, those guys. I didn't win any NCAA titles. I got a couple of NAIA ones. Yeah, it, well, it was interesting. We were actually talking to Austin O'Connor about how, you know, the ACC is having, um, you know, because they're not the Big Ten, they're not getting this, like, sort of spotlight. I mean, Austin O'Connor is a guy who, you know, third at the NCAA championship as a redshirt freshman, right? And then, you know, takes it uh, COVID year, right? And then comes back and now he's a national champ. And still, like, you know, not a lot of people know this who this guy is. Not a lot of people know this guy's story. Um, and so we were, you know, remarking about how, like, you, as someone who wrestled in NAIA, um, you know, you probably experienced some of this stuff. Do you, is this something you think about? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I think about it so much, you know, because... Do you lay in bed and just get really angry about it? You're like, <laughs> Why didn't I run fish? No, I mean, <laughs> at times, it was kind of frustrating because you get like... Uh, there was guys that beat that All-American and guys I beat that did good things, you know, in the NCAA season, right? And then uh, post-collegiate career, I, I beat some guys, but... I mean, at the time, you're just kind of going and you're kind of thinking, man, I, like I could beat this guy or beat that guy, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything. I think I was probably more upset about it at the time. You know, like when you're in college, you get like mad if you don't get the sort of recognition you think. Or I don't know if I was ever mad, but I was like, well, I, I just want to go wrestle at this or I want to go wrestle at that. And it's like, oh, it's all right. You know, mm -hmm. I had fun though. We had fun. We did freaking killed it when I was in college and our team was good and Pretty good time. No, that I mean, it's good to see, and you know, NAIA is, you know, slowly coming up and being more recognized. Um, what do you think the next step is for the NAIA in order to get some more of this? I don't know, social presence, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're doing a better job of it, but I think you'll forever have like that kind of gap of of what people are interested in, right? You know. You know, I watch the NAIA tournament every year, but I mean, I bet there's few and far in between guys who are glued to the tournament for uh, Division One that watch NAIA. Um, right. You know, and it goes the same for D2 and D3. You, you just don't have the fanfare always. Um, but I mean, I think you know, we keep going in the trend we're going and, you know, we lose programs you know, I don't know what will happen, right? But hopefully, hopefully NAI keeps adding programs and giving kids opportunities. You know, it's a little bit different uh, model, right? As far as like, so like when I was, I was you have sixty five kids on the team. Mm. You know, wow, kids that's on the team. Yeah, so it's like a lot to manage, but it's also you know, how, how many of those kids maybe wouldn't have went to college or maybe wouldn't have uh, had that opportunity had they not, you know, gone and decided to wrestle at, you know, a, a smaller division, you know. And I, and I feel bad sometimes for the kids in PA because it only seems like sometimes that, you know, they, maybe they don't have the opportunity to go wrestle NAI because it's, it's more of a Midwest thing. Yeah. Right. Um, now, here's another question. Do you ever get tired of every time you're on any podcast, people just ask you about NAIA? <laughs> so I remember I uh, 
I beat Tony Nelson at the trials. And, and that was like the first question they asked me. And like my <laughs> adrenaline was high. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just like, oh, Eric Thompson, big name, NAIA. Like, that's what else are you going to talk about? Exactly. Yeah. So it did get frustrating at times. I mean, now, I mean, whatever. It's, it's a good story it's good something that people like to hear about that I did and, or, you know, my experiences. So it's, it's fine. It's, and I'm proud of like Grandview, right. Mm -hmm. They're freaking awesome. And I, and I'm proud to be an alumni of there. So. Yeah. And I mean, and it's good that we can, um, you know, you have a platform, Right. And we can give you a platform to, to talk about this and, you know, hopefully bring NAI more into the limelight. Um, you no, know, he has a podcast too, doesn't he? Don't, don't you have a podcast now? Ah, he's got the Rockfin show. The Rockfin. Yeah. We haven't done that Talked for a that. We've been, yeah, we need to, we need to, I've been, we've been, you know, trying to get ready for the trials and then doing some other stuff. And it's just like, you get so busy and you get caught up with interviews and stuff that we haven't had time. But we do need to do it. We need to do some NAI stuff. Uh, I know because Coach uh, McKnight always always kind of asked me about it, and I haven't really <laughs> we've talked about it a few times, but I'll have to talk about it more for Man, sure. So, so like you said, you have this you have this Golden Bear Marky Mark show. It's a draft show. It's on Rockfin. Talk that about will, the – That will never reach the level of home advantage. At no uh, point. <laughs> Yeah, if you ever if you ever need a big name to come on and you know get you some viewers, maybe you can give Sam or I a call. We'd be more than happy to come and yeah. draft something for you. I'll we'll see what we can do. Get you guys off. <laughs> it probably just looks like we're just we're just punching down on the Golden Bear and Marky Mark show, right? So oh, funny. Good. We just get you on their podcast just to like punch down. I mean, we don't. We only have fifteen. Subscribers on our rock fan page so. <laughs> we have like a hundred <laughs> oh so, man hey i mean but you guys are like on social media and stuff and and we could probably do a better job of promoting it um but yeah i mean we we need to do more of it because it it, it it was a lot of fun and it's enjoyable to do so we'd yeah love to get one of you guys on there get both you guys on oh, back. No. <laughs> both of us at the same time i don't think i don't think you guys, you guys need to be ready for that you guys get to draft one class together. Okay, we gotta. We have to draft um, top homeschool subjects. Okay. PE, right? Yeah. <laughs> so PE, homeschool PE is wild. PE. Let me tell you, it, it gets crazy. Coach Eric, so you have children. Have you ever considered homeschooling? Oh, uh, I mean, me personally, sitting at home with my kids and homeschooling them seems. Absolutely <laughs> uh, I. A teacher so it makes more sense uh, right no i i would never consider that because i don't have the patience for it did i did i poison the well for you did i did i soil your experience like, homeschool kids end up like jude no ah, like, yikes i don't want my <laughs> no it's nothing like that i mean it, i think homeschooling is good especially you know i think it's i think it has its advantages and disadvantages and it you know same thing with the public school situation and the same thing with the private school situation it has its levels of positives and negatives pros and cons so i i don't know i just i mean i think if if uh it was an option for us we'd probably think about it but it's just not really an option my wife's right. got a 
And I mean, I like that you gave just a, such a perfect politician answer there. You're like, yeah, well, there's good things and bad things, just like there are with other good things and bad things. Um, it's, we're not, and then you just move on. <laughs> you don't even talk about it. Well, well I, I know when I have children, not they're not being homeschooled. I'm not raising any nerds. They are <laughs> not. You said, that. You said that about homeschooled kids. Dude, my dad, every night he comes home, he's like, what's up, nerd? He does one of these, and I'm like, <laughs> you like, you like chicken, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a good relationship me and my dad have actually. <laughs> I think I would yeah. be being a fly on the wall in that situation. Yeah, would you? Would. <laughs> that that would be a lucky fly. Yeah, Jeez. like just watching Jude's dad bully him a little bit, like as like the jock and the nerd. He awesome. well, he does, and like, like unironically, like he'll well, I guess ironically, but like he he bullies me, like when we have guests over, <laughs> you know, bullies me, and just to make himself feel good about himself that he start, can start challenging him to wrestle. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> he's already said no more wrestling. We're done. No more. Anytime he does something, just be like, let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. Let's go. Well, no, the, the thing is, is that he he fights dirty. Like okay. he he has no shame. He's he has to you know, establish himself as the dominant man in the house. And so he's like, Hey, if I got to punch this kid in the face, like, I guess I'm going to do it. Yeah, My that. dad doesn't punch me in the face. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You've been wrestling I, for like four or five years. You should be good. You dude, know, I should be good. <laughs> I remember one time. Um, so for those who don't know, Levi Haynes, one of my good training partners, one of my friends at the M2 training center, recently state champion, uh, one of the meanest drilling partners I've ever uh, experienced ever. Um, and he came to M2 when we were both in eighth grade. And I remember like, like just, you know, I probably got taken down like 15 times in like a six minute go and walking off the mat and like just being so butt hurt, like, oh my gosh. And coach Mark came over and he's like, tough, big, tough uh, farm boy, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Maybe you should do a couple pull-ups. Maybe then I'll help you <laughs> help you. And I was like, coach, I don't need to hear this right now. <laughs> but um, man, Levi's Levi's mean. I love that our fix to everything is like do some pull-ups. Do, do some, some pull-ups. Pull <laughs> uh, you feel kind of sick, do some pull-ups. Get it. Yeah. Tough through it, man. And hey, speaking of Levi, he's gonna be wrestling on this uh upcoming Rockfin card that Coach Eric has so graciously put together for us hey, that was a transition like top notch right there i know podcast brain works in different ways uh <laughs> coach what are what are you uh what are you planning for this sunday tell us a little bit about it yeah it should be it should be pretty cool man i'm i'm pretty excited about it uh we're doing like double a versus triple a we were able to get you know not every kid we every single kid we wanted because you know it's just a tough time with like the turnaround from the state tournament when we're doing it because we had to get it done you know, with a timely matter of, of trials or of, uh, of the state tournament, but also your guys, we had to avoid like some of the dates for like, uh, for team state. Mm -hmm. and a lot of good kids are on good teams. So they're wrestling still. Um, so it's kind of hard. And then just figuring out weights with kids, you know, cause like the last one, when I put high school matches on our last card and kind of called all the kids and figured it all out and stuff, I was able to get coach green at seven and uh he helped out a ton so 
we wanted to keep it more PA. So, I mean, I basically individually called the kids and, and trying to figure it out and just went down the list, you know, state placers and stuff. But we have some really cool matches, you know. I think the one I'm really excited about uh, uh, John Altieri and Levi Russlin, Levi Haynes. I think that'll be a cool match. And then Ethan Rossman versus Wesley Barnes. Those are two guys. Ethan got third in, in AAA and, and Barnes got fourth in AA. So, yeah. Should- and you, we got guys like, the Gibson brothers. I mean, yeah. everyone loves Mason Gibson. He's, he's an exciting kid to watch. Eric is wrestling AJ Corrado for the 15th time. And, um, you know, <laughs> so it's good to see these guys, you know, stay on the mat after, uh, so soon after the season ends. Right. And I can speak for like, not only myself, but also a lot of, of people I know, like it's, it's hard to pick yourself back up you know, get up for these, for these team state duels and, and all this stuff, like right after the state tournament, you know, having to make weight like two days later to wrestle in some dual meet, like it's, it's hard. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, it, and it just goes to show like, you know, how tough PA is, is that we're like just always willing and ready to scrap and go out and get it done. A lot tougher than Iowa. I would say anyone who's raised in Iowa would know that. <laughs> Classic back. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just Jeez. Mark constantly telling me how great PA wrestling is, which I, I don't disagree. But here's the one thing that Iowa dominates PA in. What? Our state tournament is the, the absolute Barnaby Brothers circus of wrestling. It's like, <laughs> it's really cool. With Yeah, you've been there, Sam? I've heard a lot of stories about it. It's incredible. When I won my state title my junior year, there were 16,000 people there. Yeah, you guys also have – 